Hey, hey, this is Gene, I know. I know, we're going live. And one of the things we're doing here is um, the Kenosha, Wisconsin DA is now talking about what they're going to do with this piece of crap, Jacob Blake. A uh, couple things we need to go over. Jacob Blake is accused of digitally raping his girlfriend twice. The girlfriend, who is black, called and uh, reported him. He had his kids in his back of his car. He had the knife at the floorboard of his car. And I just think we should listen to this news conference because I really am curious to hear what exactly um, the police were supposed to do about this whole mess uh, besides shoot this piece of shit right off the bat. So let, we're going to listen. Um, the conference is already live, so here we go. Multiple officers. Let's dip in on this and... And what in any findings they could provide here in Kenosha on August 23rd, 2020. It's very important to me that uh, I insist that this conversation be a complicated conversation, that it be a real conversation, not a simplistic one, uh, and that we talk accurately and thoroughly about the law and the facts of this case. I want to thank uh, Noble Ray, who is the neutral, uh, independent use of force expert in this case, um, found uh, for this case by the Attorney General of the state of Wisconsin. Uh, I want to thank him for the report that he prepared in this case and the conclusions regarding use of force and police training that he has offered us. And also because he is present today and he will have a chance to present those findings to all of you and then to be part of answering questions. I expect us to conclude at five today. And again, I expect my presentation and Chief Ray's to be lengthy. So I apologize in advance if there's not a lot of opportunity for question. But I do feel that the occasion and the tragedy that happened on August 23rd is deserving of a lengthy discussion. Okay, this wasn't a tragedy. Uh, a known felon who is already wanted for rape invaded the home again raped her again, and then, after a struggle with police, actually walked around, grabbed a knife from the floorboard of his car, with his kids in the car, and the police shot him, because they didn't think they had any option. Injuries that he, uh, that he first suffered, of course, on uh, August 23rd. This is a tragedy for those who love Jacob Blake. Uh, he is a father, a son, uh, and uh, a nephew. And, I, and, a, uh, and a rapist. And, uh, I really feel like the Blake family and Blake, Mr. Blake himself have tried to be real, uh, truly positive forces in the community, asking the community to have peaceful but real dialogue about change that I think is uh, necessary in this community. You can see where this is going right off the bat. Change? This guy should have been in prison the first time. The tragedy here uh, for them as well. Uh, I have thought several times and had a, a quick conversation with Mr. Blake today about uh, his children who were in that vehicle. And uh, I have thought, as I considered the evidence many times uh, in these last few months, what the impact to his children 
that the seeing those gunshots would be in their futures and so i was able to briefly speak to him about that today as well clearly this has been a tragedy for this community what about the tragedy of his kids seeing him assault their mother and then illegally having the kids taking the kids putting them in their car which by the way i'm not sure whose car it was and did you notice not once was rape mentioned not once was it mentioned that jacob blake may have committed a crime not once he was an innocent black man who cops just decided to show up and shoot are, are there times and circumstances that are tragic where communities in their healing process can begin to make themselves a better uh, a community that allows for all points of views and allows for all the parties, even those who feel so disenfranchised, to have a voice. And then I don't want to leave out uh, the officers whose entire careers, in fact their whole lives, have been judged by a few seconds uh, that they uh, conducted themselves on these shifts, and to their families, because there's a tragedy there uh, they've clearly been impacted in the several months uh, that this decision has been awaited. I want to speak briefly uh, in apology to all the people in the Kenosha community who have suffered in any way from the fact that this uh, date and time of this decision was kept a secret, although uh, possibly the worst kept secret uh, in the history of secrets. Uh, but certainly uh, there uh, are many people in this community who felt like their own sense of security or their economic uh, security, their businesses, were impacted by the fact that no one set a particular date a month in advance, etc., to announce this decision. And that was done deliberately uh, because of uh, security concerns. Uh, so the advice we were given is that we could not do that. And so again, I apologize to persons out there hearing this today who are justifiably angered uh, that they were inconvenienced in those major ways because they were not able to be given advance notice. Inconvenienced, which means these people have to worry about their businesses being burned down again. In other words, uh, the police are not going to be convicted here and that you're going to expect riots tonight. It's complete load of crap. How about the rioters who did destroy businesses? when this whole thing happened first and law enforcement, not law enforcement, but the DA didn't bother for a second saying this was a legitimate shoot. We're going to, okay, we'll keep listening. It's a legal and professional task. But I want to say that I feel in many ways completely inadequate for this moment. No shit had a moment where I had to contend with explicit or implicit bias based on my race. I have never had a moment in my whole life where I had to... This guy is a pure Democrat. Implicit or explicit bias because of my race. This has nothing to do with it. The law doesn't care about your race. It's about, is this against the law or is this for the law? And this is the kind of crap that we need to fight about. I talked about it earlier today. We need to fight against this crap. Because this has nothing to do with bias. This was a rapist. He was a felon. He was 
going to be in court. And now, because he got shot in the back for reaching for a knife and the cops didn't know what to do, now he is free as a bean and tree. He's innocent. He's innocent. All charges were dropped. He's not innocent. He's a piece of shit. He deserves what he got. I, I'm sorry. Citizen rationally would. And I know that to be an authentic experience. And that is not an experience, authentic experience, I bring to this decision today either. What I do bring to this decision is almost three decades as a prosecutor making charging decisions, which is what I'm being asked to do today. I have my entire professional life tried to keep this community safe. Tens of thousands of times I have looked at sets of facts and had to make a decision whether there were sufficient facts that fit the law that would allow the prosecutors, including myself, to be able to prove a case to a jury beyond a reasonable doubt. I have personally taken more than 250 cases to jury trial. So I think I can confidently say where I do have authentic experience and expertise is in an ability to talk to a community and to all of you about what evidence would be admissible in a jury trial if anyone was charged and whether that evidence would be sufficient to get a conviction. I also have a complete and absolute commitment that that charging decision must be made independent of outside forces or the political winds that swirl about in this year and this era that we're in. It's an absolute commitment I have. And I hope that in these troubled times that our community and maybe America has perhaps rarely been in greater need of a neutral, professional person to referee these disputes in the criminal justice system. And so I, I, I provide that professional judgment and I bring that to the evidence today. So the first thing I want to do is talk about a statute in Wisconsin designed specifically for the investigative and charging process for fatal police shootings. Thankfully, Jacob Blake is alive, right? He is uh, grievously injured, but he is not deceased. But this statute is still an excellent guide to allow us our best chance at an independent investigative, excuse me, and charging decision. Um, you think he's alive. I think rapists should be killed. I'm sorry. He's a rapist. He violated, and we, we keep talking about women, women, believe all women, all this crap. When you actually have a rapist in custody, I think rape is the worst freaking crime that could be ever ever done against another human being. I think it is as bad as murder. It's up there. Child molestation, rape, and murder are the worst things in the world. I am not glad Jacob Blake is alive. I think he's a, he's a rapist. He's a piece of shit. He violates the most sanctified person of another human being. He's garbage. And I can't believe that this guy is actually saying, oh, thank God Jacob Blake's alive. Not once in this entire interview has he mentioned Jacob Blake's crimes. Not once. Let's continue listening. This was clearly a dramatically exhaustive investigation. 
And was it expeditious? They got it to Noble Ray, the independent use of force expert on this case, by, I believe, October 8th, 2020, and ultimately to the district attorney's office as well. Then the statute requires that the district attorney, the elected district attorney in that county, must determine if there's a basis to prosecute any of the involved <coughs> law enforcement. And it is my decision now that I announce today before you that no Kenosha law enforcement officer in this case will be charged with any criminal offense based on the facts and the laws as I will describe them to you now. So it is our decision that no charge will be filed. I'm going to also tell you, just because I think it is important, that, I, that no charge will be filed against Jacob Blake in regards to this incident as well. Uh, that uh, for many of the same reasons, uh, uh, in terms of an overall discussion about this case. So, Jacob Blake is not going to be charged for rape. Jacob Blake is not going to be charged for kidnapping. Jacob Blake is not going to be charged for burglary. Jacob Blake is not going to be charged for assault with a deadly weapon. Makes absolute sense. In other words, everyone was an innocent party here. This is shit. This is crap. Jacob Blake should be in his wheelchair in prison. And what about the victim? What about the victim? Does she count here? By the way, the victim was a woman and she was also black. Does this count? Let's continue on. Apparently not. Believe all women until it's something like this. And by the way, the police, they did their thing. What would happen if Jacob Blake did pull that knife? Let's just bring that out here. He did pull that knife. Or the cops did let him go. They let him go when he had his kids in the back of the car. And he's a wanted felon. Who called the police a felon who victimized a woman who was black who called the police to say, I'm being attacked. Would that have been better? I don't agree with this. Jacob Blake should be convicted. Uh, that is not something that is something that the district attorney's office intends to pursue. Now, if the district attorney's office does not file charges, if that does not happen, then immediate transparency has to take place. And so what has to happen is first, the DCI website will by five o'clock today uh, have available their complete investigative file. And second, uh, the district attorney's office, which is not only gonna put this PowerPoint, which is an abbreviated version of our report, it will be publicly available, but we have a more lengthy uh, written report that will also be available to the public. Both of those things will be available on a website that will be identified in a final slide here, and they'll both be available at 5 o'clock today. None of that's going to matter tonight because the thugs, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, don't care about facts. They only care about that Jacob Blake was black. They don't care what Jacob Blake did. They just care that he's black. They will riot tonight. By the way, this crap is going to happen with Derek Chauvin in Minnesota and Minneapolis. This is going to happen. 
they're going to find that the police officers were not uh, going out to kill a black man. That, um, no, I, yes, Derek Chauvin, ex excessive force, definitely assault. It's not going to be second degree murder. It's not even going to be manslaughter. Maybe manslaughter. Maybe they can get away with manslaughter. But what's going to happen tonight? You're going to see it. They're going to riot tonight. And it doesn't matter what this idiot actually posts. And by the way, his name is uh, Michael Gra Gravely. I, I haven't seen any bios of him, but I'm pretty sure he's a Democrat. Because if it was a Republican, they say this guy committed rape twice. This guy was kidnapping his kids. This guy possibly stole the keys to his girlfriend's car. He was already being charged with rape. None of that none of that has been mentioned in the 20 17 minutes of this discussion. None of that was mentioned. That he's a rapist. Oh, well I called Jacob Blake and I called Jacob Blake's family and I I really don't care what Jacob Blake or Jacob Blake's family says. It's irrelevant to me. Jacob Blake was a rapist. Period. End of story. And the only tragedy is that the, when they shot Jacob... Well, I'm not going to say that. But the only tragedy is he's not going to serve any time. He's not going to serve any punishment. He's going to feel emboldened. And meanwhile, the black woman who he victimized, is being completely forgotten in this whole thing. It's sad, it's sick, and it's got to be fought against. Addition, Noble Ray, the independent use of force expert, has drafted a report with all of his findings. That also will be available at that time. Uh, so now I intend to talk about uh, what steps were taken specifically by the DA's office to prepare uh, for this investigation, and then finally what our conclusions are about the law and the evidence in this case. As soon as uh, I saw the video uh, and shared the uh, same emotional reactions that I think so many people in the public did at my first viewing uh, of uh, the circumstances of the video that uh, certainly went viral immediately, I knew at that time that we needed to do the most independent charging decision and investigative process that could possibly be done. This is going to be good. Because the reality is now he has to say how he feels about the whole thing. And watching the video that most people saw, I mean, there were two videos, two or three videos. And Jacob Blake, one of the videos, is the one we saw, is when Jacob Blake is opening the door, the driver's side door to his car, and reaching in to the car on the floorboards, and the cops saying, stop, stop, stop. The other video that was not published so much by the media, actually was Jacob Blake fighting with two to three police officers getting tased and not stopping. Just going. This is a video no one saw. I'm pretty sure he's talking about the video where he's reaching in the car. I'm curious to see if this guy's actually going to tell the truth. I'm curious to see if this guy's going to say, when I first saw it, I was like, I mean, this guy's reaching for something. I mean, I saw it, and the first thing I said was, he's reaching into his car for something. Is it a gun? Is it a knife? Is it a bat? I'm curious to see what this guy says. Let's listen. 
And at the very first moment I learned that, I called on the U.S. Attorney's Office to do a parallel civil rights investigation that would be uh, a separate investigation and conclusion and findings from our own. Now, the U.S. Attorney's Office has civil rights specialists who prosecute and make charging decisions about officers and any misconduct. Uh, so they have specialists who do that. They work out of their Washington, D.C. office. They did agree. Well, we are continuing to monitor this. I'm a, a bit of a surprise uh, news development out of Kenosha, Wisconsin, of where the district attorney has said that no charges are going to be uh, filed against the police officer, white police officer, who back in August of last year had shot Jacob Blake seven times, ultimately paralyzing him uh, and saying that they're, uh, what they felt comfortable that this was the right decision to make. Normal charges they made with uh, officers who were working uh, in, in assistance to the officer involved, Rusinchewski, a white police officer, I might point out, but no charges filed against now, I just want to point out, I'm obviously listening to this on Fox News. Fox News has not mentioned the crime, too. They just point out three times, twice, they pointed out that the police officers were white. Not once did he point out that Jacob Blake was wanted for rape, assault, kidnapping, possibly burglary or theft not once did did Brett or um, Neil Cavuto actually point out that he already had a restraining order on him that was Jacob Blake not once did Neil Cavuto point out that he was already under prosecution for rape not once did Neil Cavuto point out that, well, no, he didn't. It, 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 it's always the white police, but he did point out the police officers were white and that they shot him seven times. He didn't point out that Jacob Blake had actually fought with police officers. He didn't point out that Jacob Blake had been tased twice by police officers and that he refused all directions from the police officers. But he did point out twice that the police officers were white. This is the idiocy of our system. And this is idiocy. This is why I don't listen to Fox News. Neil Cavuto has always been kind of an ass. He's been a liberal. But this is the whole problem. Well, good news. The police officers aren't going to jail. They shouldn't go to jail. And... Um, they shouldn't be prosecuted. That's the good news. The bad news is a rapist who put his children in harm's way is also not getting prosecuted. More bad news? None of the people out there in Kenosha are going to give a spit about whether Jacob Blake was a good guy or a bad guy. They're going to they're going to sit and riot. They're going to burn businesses down. And all this piece of shit Gravelly can do is say, yeah, hey, sorry, we can give you notice. So board up your fucking houses now. Board up your businesses now. This is the crap conservatives need to fight about. This is why I, I 
am a member of the Daily uh, the Daily uh, Wire. I'm a member of Epoch News. I'm a member of The Blaze. I'm a member of Wall Street Journal because I want real news. This shit that they're showing on Fox News is disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. And Neil Cavuto should be ashamed of himself and he should be sent back to CNN. Or sent to CNN. I don't know. Because... Uh, I think this is so disgusting. The whole story is so disgusting. And I think the ignorance of the facts of the case, which were never brought up by Gravely or Neil Cavuto, are disgusting. You know what? This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics, and I'm sick and tired of talking about this. We're just going to keep talking when we have to. Take care, guys. <laughs>